श्रीराघवम दशरथात्मजमे सीतापति By evening, they neared a city. The sage pointed to it, saying, "This is Mithila." this vast concourse of magnificent buildings at this the brothers as well as the sages disciples jumped with joy they could not contain the happiness from that spot they walked faster forgetful of physical exhaustion they quickly reached the main entrance of the city wherever they turned they saw ascetics and brahmins engaged in the recitation of the vedas They saw many houses where sacrificial fires were fed with ritual offerings. Under every sheltering tree were groups of people around the bullock carts that had brought them from the countryside. There were men and women, old and young, with children belonging to all castes and professions, people from all stages of life assembled at every corner. It was like moving in a stream of joy. The city was packed with eager people. moving crisscross on all the roads the sage and his followers reached the embankment of the tank which was comparatively less crowded for they had to decide where to stay and were not yet quite sure where the time for evening ablutions had drawn near so they kept their belongings on the bank took their bath and finished the prescribed rites Since the yagna was imminent courtiers and warriors from the palace were moving among the monks that were arriving every hour trying to find out their names the gurus and the hermitages with which they were affiliated and their spiritual status 
and whether they had been specially invited for the occasion. Emperor Janaka insisted that all such information be communicated to him without delay. Vishwamitra finished his ablutions and rites and sat on the embankment with his disciples and the brothers who looked like twin stars fallen from heaven upon the earth. He was describing to them the glories of Mithila. Meanwhile, a courtier from the court approached them very politely and inquired, Master, please tell me who you are. Where have you come from? We are the king's messengers and are only obeying orders and carrying out our duty. If you tell us your name, we can inform the king of your arrival. When the messenger hurried straight to the palace and told the emperor Janaka that the sage Vishwamitra had arrived, he made arrangements appropriate for the reception of the great sage and sent the chief brahmins, priests and pundits of the court under their leader. Sathananda to Vishwamitra. Oyopam Pushpam Veda Pushpaban Prajavan Pashoman Bhavati. The group from the palace approached the embankment, reciting Vedic hymns of welcome and good wishes, and Vishwamitra realized that they were coming to take them to the emperor's presence. He directed Rama and Lakshmana to prepare themselves to go with him. Everyone got ready. Meanwhile, Satananda honored Vishwamitra in true Vedic tradition as befitted a great master. He fell at his feet, offered refreshments consecrated with Vedic formulae and announced with exemplary humility that he had come with others under orders from the emperor to accord him and all those with him the most sincere welcome. They left a palanquin at the place to bring the bags and baggage of the party and took the sage and others into the city, preceded by bands of musicians playing on their instruments. As soon as they entered the royal road, Emperor Janaka moved towards them, accompanied by ministers and courtiers and his nearest kinsmen. Janaka fell prostrate before Vishwamitra, saying, Lord, today I realized my greatest ambition. Mithila has acquired with your arrival a unique splendor. He then inquired about the welfare of the sage, his pupils and disciples. His eyes fell on the two boys, Rama and Lakshmana. They struck him as embodiments of solar effulgence. He could not find words for a few seconds. He knew not where he was at the time. With great effort, he recovered enough awareness to ask Vishwamitra, Master, who are these? They strike me as the twin gods. It looks as if they have just come down from heaven in order to confer grace on me. They have the tender divine charm of those gods, or perhaps they are the sun and the moon come upon the earth. How did these juvenile embodiments of beauty happen to come, walking the distance as members of your group? Or did they develop acquaintance with you near here and come with you? Janaka poured out one query after another as if he was talking to himself 
forgetful where he was and what he really wanted to know. Vishwamitra saw his plight and could not restrain his smile. He said, "These are sons of Emperor Dasharatha of Ayodhya. Their names are Rama and Lakshmana. The valor and skill of these boys are amazing and miraculous." The sage wanted to say more, but he thought it better to tell him all about them after reaching the place where they were to stay. So they walked on towards the quarters set apart for Vishwamitra and his entourage. It was a pretty little new temple-like structure situated in the center of a lovely garden. It was tastefully decorated with greens and festoons. The place was heavy with silence. It was as if peace fell in heavy showers there from the wings of grace from heaven itself. It was quite adjacent to the royal palace. After showing them in, Janaka fell at Sage's feet again, saying, Your arrival has given me immeasurable strength and joy. I'm sure this fortune came to me as a result of the merit earned in many lives. I will now take leave for the yajna to begin. There is an interval of 12 days according to the priests. Therefore, please stay on in Mithila and bless me. Vishwamitra assured him that he had no objection to his proposal and removed all apprehensions. on that score from janaka's mind rama and lakshmana looked at each other as if that was too long a time to be away arrangements were made to give them rest and undisturbed sleep that night milk fruits and other articles were provided for them from the palace i will take your darshan at dawn tomorrow said janaka it is not proper to delay your rest any longer for you had a long and tiresome journey janaka returned to the palace with the pandits priests and scholars rama and lakshmana talked among themselves about the devotion and humility of the emperor and the light of peace and joy that shone on his face they sat by the master's side and ate fruits and milk then after receiving permission they went to their apartment to rest That night they slept well. When daylight spread slowly over the city, the music of pipe and drum rose from their doorstep. Brahmins recited Vedic hymns. Rama and Lakshmana rose, finished their bath and other rituals and approached Vishwamitra. The sage gave them cups of milk to drink and said, "Sons, Janaka will be here any time now." take breakfast and be ready soon they as well as the sages younger pupils went to their apartments and partook of fruits and milk they washed their hands and quietly gathered around their preceptor sitting reverentially near him
Meanwhile, it became known that Emperor Janaka was arriving with a royal preceptor in order to pay homage. The blowing of conches and the play of the traditional nine instruments heralded the approach of the ruler of the realm. Janaka entered with auspicious sandal paste and rice grains in his hands, while Satananda and the entourage entered the sacred residence. With the delight of gratitude, he washed the sage's feet. Then Janaka fell at Vishwamitra's feet and stood by the side of the high seat that had been placed in front of the pedestal for the stage. When Vishwamitra directed him, Janaka occupied his own seat. Rama and Lakshmana sat on the carpet laid to the right of their master. Janaka said, Great sage, what is your command? I am ready to accept and honor it. Please tell me. Janaka folded his palms in prayer. At this, Vishwamitra smiled and said, Last night, since there was no time, I could not tell you in detail. I will now tell you about these princes, Rama and Lakshmana, since you decide to hear this story. If you have no leisure now, I can tell you some other time. Janaka exclaimed, Master, what more important work have I than experiencing the ecstasy of conversing with you? This chance can be the fruit only of age-long austerity. I am filled with spiritual bliss at the expectation of hearing about them. I consider it great good fortune. Vishwamitra narrated the events that had taken place beginning with his appearance at Dasharatha's court up to the sacrificial yajna and the heroic way in which the young boys had stood guard and foiled the demons' attempts to desecrate the rituals. He described the bravery and skill of the boys in their battle against the demons and praised their achievements. During the narration, Tears of joy and gratitude welled from the sage's eyes, which he frequently wiped away with the end of his garment. Hearing these words and filling his eyes with the majesty and charming loveliness of the boys, Janaka experienced supreme delight, the delight he often derived in Samadhi. He felt that the boys were actual embodiments of divine splendor. Though he often tried to look somewhere else, his eyes thirsted only for the sight of those charming lotus-like faces which showered Brahmic illumination. Janaka suppressed with great difficulty the outward expression of his inner ecstasy and sat looking intently at them in humility and reverence. He did not feel for a moment that he was an emperor and that these boys were the princes of another imperial monarch. He had an incredible impression that they had come down from heaven to earth and the feeling was strengthened and increased by the description of their superhuman might and skill. He realized 
that they were rare beings akin to God himself for even before becoming teenagers they successfully guarded a right that the renowned Vishwamitra could not carry through unimpaired what a marvel he wondered the narrative was resumed by the sage with the start of the journey towards Mithila the stories related by the sage to the brothers were also explained to Janaka at the story of the purification and liberation of Ahalya the consort of sage Gautama Satananda was surprised beyond measure What has my mother been freed from the curse did these divine personalities render my mother holy and restore her to my father without doubt they are divine While streams of tears of gratitude and joy fell down his cheeks he became so overcome with emotion that he was unable to move like a pillar Vishwamitra observed him and said Son do not be so overwhelmed with the little events that has happened so far in the coming days many events vastly more amazing will happen they will cause amazement and ecstasy by their superhuman glory your parents too will arrive at mithila tomorrow or the day after you can hear the marvelous story of rama and lakshmana directly from them calm yourself emperor janaka replied master how fortunate are the parents who have such divinely endowed sons oh how fortunate i am that they stepped into my house he turned to rama and lakshmana darlings pardon me if the residence i arranged for you is not quite to your liking or in keep with your status if you desire i am ever ready to arrange more appropriate accommodation if you like i will facilitate sightseeing in the city for you are strangers to mithila ask me for anything you require without reservation i will feel happy only when you ask to those words spoken with exemplary goodness and humility rama replied in a manner that revealed the respect he wanted to offer janaka maharaja we are but boys we don't feel anything wanting in the arrangements made we are quite happy there is no need to arrange something more for us if however you have such great affection towards us you can fulfill one wish that we have and without mentioning what it was he turned towards the preceptor vishwamitra end of part 4 chapter 7 sairam
सीताराम 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 राम सीताराम 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 श्री राम जी की महिमा अपार राम जी की महिमा पार सुन लो सुन लो तो बेड़ा पार सुन लो सुन लो तो बेड़ा पार श्री राम जी की महिमा अपार राम जी की महिमा श्री राम नीरज नयना मुखार बिंदा श्यामल छवि अति सुंदर राम करुणा स्वरूप श्री राम निर्मल स्वभाव श्री राम करुणा स्वरूप निर्मल स्वभाव भक्तों के प्राण गुणशील नीरज नैरामुखारिंदा श्यामल छवि अति सुंदर रविकुल मंडन दशरथ नंदन मुनि मनरंजना नयन विरा अपार राम जी की महिमा